Get ready to lead with your heart, embrace rejection, and change your language. Welcome to the Milk Crate Mastermind Podcast. And we are back. This is part two of the introductory episode of the Milk Crate Podcast. My name is Amy Lancy. I am the founder of the Milk Crate uh, Mastermind. And I'm not the founder of the Milk Crate. If I was, I'd be a millionaire, uh, really a billionaire, actually. But, <laughs> but I'm the, the founder of the Milk Crate Mastermind. Um, I'm here with our other facilitator, Nancy, uh, Nancy Leffler. Nancy, can you just say hi to the audience? Hey, everyone. Nice to be here with you. Yay. And so the reason why we were having scheduling issues was because my VA and I, we just decided to change our minds and push kind of came to shove. We ended up, this, this conversation became two conversations in one episode, basically. And because Nancy has been part of the milk crate since the inception, I didn't, I I wanted her take on the the start of everything. And I, I, it didn't feel right to not have that, have that piece. So Nancy, um, you know, the, the audience already knows, you know, the, the vision of the milk crate and how I started it. I, do you remember how I brought you into the conversation? Because I, I remember scheduling something with you one-on-one, mm-hmm. but I don't remember what I said to you before that. And I don't remember what I said to you on the call. Yeah, it, you scheduled a, a call with me to um, ultimately ask me if I wanted to be um, a facilitator on on the milk crate, and um, you, I, I, I knew about your vision before that because it's something that you had talked about um, often, and I wasn't quite sure how the facilitator roles were going to um, play a part, mm-hmm. uh, but I was very intrigued, so I said yes. Yes, yes. And just so y'all know, um, you know, Nancy and I, we've been friends for a long time. Uh, for a minute, we had the same business coach and no longer have that business coach. And, um, and then after that, you know, she and I, we did quite a few workshops with another friend of ours, Latanya. Um, um, and Latanya is, um, was a facilitator in the milk crate. Um, but basically me, Latanya, Nancy, we did quite a few workshops called Own Your Story. And, you know, we did a few in North Carolina and then we did one and out in California. And that was so much fun. That was awesome. And the, you know, the reason why I collaborated with Nancy was because, you know, um, when we talk about people's stories, you know, the reason why business owners, like the ones, like, like you guys who are listening right now, uh, the reason why you guys want to tell your story is, in, is you, it's because you want to tell the world. You have a message on your heart. And you know that your audience will resonate deeply with your message as long as you are willing to tell your story. And now when it comes to our stories, it's it's hard to tell them sometimes because we look at, you know, the bad stuff that happened. And then it comes, it, there's comes a point of, you know, I don't, should I tell my story? Um, and how much do I tell of my story? And, you know, it, it just it just ends up being a whole downward spiral. So Nancy, uh, I'm going to have her introduce, you know, what she does in a moment, but like what Nancy does um, really seemed to fit really well with that workshop in terms of helping people to break through the resistance to tell their story. So Nancy, please tell our audience what you do. Sure. Thanks, Amy. Um, I am a grief journey guide uh, and the founder of Being With Grief. 
I'm also an author, the author of The Alchemy of Grief, Your Journey to Wholeness. And what I help my clients to do is to discover what may be holding them back, whether in their personal lives or their business lives. And if something's holding you back in your personal life, it's going to affect your business. Mm -hmm. And quite often what's holding you back uh, uh, is grief. Because what we experience grief many times in our life, not just when a loved one dies, and we don't like to talk about it. So I help my clients to learn how to get better at feeling those uncomfortable and painful feelings. And then that often leads to a transformation that because when they're willing to feel their uh, uncomfortable and painful feelings, they also have a better capacity to feel the full spectrum the full spectrum of their feelings and the joyful feelings are even more joyful and um that's often a surprise yes absolutely absolutely so when someone is struggling to tell their story it's usually a lot i mean there's a lot of different factors but you know when they don't want to feel what they're going on what's happening uh now and when they don't want to feel what they experienced back when Mm -hmm. yeah they're not going to want to tell their story and so, you know, teaming up with Nancy for um, the Own Your Story workshops, along with, with, with LaTanya Du Bois, uh, you know, it just made sense to, you know, have that piece in there because Nancy just does it so well. Nancy is just so present with people uh, and she creates that safe space. There's no judgment. And, you know, it just, it's just, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a way of dealing with grief that is not clinical. <laughs> it's very intuitive. Right. It's very heart centered. Um, and it's also very effective because I, uh, you know, I'm also a client of Nancy's and she has helped me when, you know, I lost people. And that was, um, that was just the thing I needed in order to not blame myself, to not get into self-deprecation mode. And it, it allowed me to grow even, even further as an entrepreneur and as a person in general. Um, so when I approached Nancy um, to become a facilitator for the milk crate, um, you know, I knew Nancy could listen to what people were and were not saying. And also knowing her, um, I knew that, you know, she would be able to tell me, you know, is this working well? Is this not working well? And she would be honest with me, but be able to be constructive and give me suggestions in terms of how to improve the milk crate. So yeah, when, I, when I, it occurred to me to have a team around this, it just made sense to bring people like Nancy into the fold who I really trusted and I saw were really gifted. So thank you, Nancy, for being on this journey with me. It's You're been um, it's been quite the ride to, you know, like like with everything we've gone through and then also just with the milk crate in general. Um, because you saw what the very beginning, the very, very, very first open house is like. And then y'all, you know, and then from there, you know, the second open open house where you finally launched into a mastermind and um to now, you know, it's you know, I mean, from, from your perspective, I mean, you know, what has it been like to watch the mastermind unfold over the last year and a half? Yeah, it's really been quite um, an evolution. And what I noticed the most is the, the participants, the members who have been with us since the, from the beginning, they have grown so much and in so many ways that I don't think they even realized they would grow as being a part of this process. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree because they, the, the thing is about the milk crate process is that it's very gradual 
And so because it's so gradual, the, the, the growth is gradual. And so when I when I see the, we call them the charter members. When I see the charter members uh, in the milk crate, I see how, how different they speak now. And mm -hmm. I don't think they even, yeah, like, like Nancy was saying, like, I don't even think they recognize that. I don't think they even remember what they were saying in the very beginning and how they were saying and how they were presenting themselves. And I, it, it, it brings me a lot of joy that they're still with us. They're still with us and they've been so loyal and so uh, so honest with their feedback and so helpful overall and, and supportive. So I'm, I'm just really touched by all that. They also see the value of the process because they now do recognize um, how it's helped them learn to be more confident about um, and, and, and how to bring in other aspects of themselves into how they talk about their business. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, as opposed to just having an elevator pitch and then somehow finagling, you know, off the cuff questions that are thrown at them. Like, mm. right. I, I, I rehearsed the elevator pitch, but I, I'm <laughs> gonna have to somehow <laughs> answer this question over here. So, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, now our members are able to weave in their business and in a lot of different directions when it comes to any conversation that they have. Uh, so, so Nancy, we kind of talked about, um, well, we talked about the members, but, you know, they grew because, you know, because they really leaned on the three principles of the milk crate, you know, lead with your heart, embrace rejection, and change your language. So, mm -hmm. Nancy, I, I asked Dave and Kenya this question, but I wanted to add, I wanted your opinion on what, what do you think is um, your favorite out of all three? Yeah, I'm sure you know what I'm going to say. It's leading to heart. <laughs> yes. yeah, because yes. I, I, my work is is heart centered. I, one of the things I do is help my teach my clients how to access the heart, how to listen to the heart. So leading with the heart is um, that's my favorite principle, and I'm always listening to how our participants are, are leading with the heart and how they've learned to really access that part of them. Yeah, because when they lead with their heart, they're able to bring out those gold nuggets uh, from their, not just their story, but from their experiences that are relevant for what's happening today. Right. And I've I, I seen you do it, Nancy, where you listen to somebody and you'll have some kind of uh, intuitive hit, you know, in terms of what they said, like mm -hmm. things that they said, but then the intuitive hit had, had to do with what they weren't saying. And then you bring that out and they're like, oh, yeah, that's what I was. Yep. That's what I was trying to say. And I didn't even know that I was trying to say that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, because that's what what happens when you lead with your heart. So, um, yeah. And when you're present. Yeah. 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 And how to be present. Um, and, and, and Nancy, uh, in our previous conversation, Dave was pointing out how you know, um, you know, the principles are a whole process, you know, you got to lead with the heart and then right. you know, race rejection and, you know, you got to change your language and how there's like all these different cycles. Yeah. Actually, I think Kenya said the different cycles, but yeah, it's just, um, but yeah, it, I, I, I find it fascinating thinking of a situation where I'm trying to change my language, but I'm not bothering to lead with my heart yeah exactly you can't change your language unless you listen to what your heart is saying because if you're just 
repeating that same elevator speech over and over and over again because that's what you you and maybe a business coach decided is the best way to talk about what you do mm-hmm. you're missing what might be right in front of you and and what uh, you you may be missing what this particular person needs to hear about what you do because you're not present to it and you're not listening to what your heart is telling you yeah Exactly, exactly. And I think that that is really the, the, the pin between, between the two sides of, you know, speaking authentically and then speaking from fake it till you make it because, yeah. and I I think when I say fake it till you make it, it doesn't always mean someone is slimy and is villainous and wants to do all kinds of, you know, things that are going to make people mad. It just means that, you know, one person will, we're, we'll be more focused on what sounds really good and what will sound impressive and the other one will focus more on well what sounds like me and who am I trying to reach and you know who am I really trying to help and how right 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 yeah you, you get an idea in your head about the perception that you think people want to hear about you so you try to be that rather mm-hmm. than listening to your heart to what you really are and that's what why fake it till you make it does not resonate with me because it feels like I'm not being who I am and um, allowing myself to evolve and allowing people to see that evolution it is a part of my story yeah no absolutely I, I was even thinking how you know, fake it till you make it. It it, it feels like a like a shield, like a like a mask mm-hmm. you have to put on, and then and you have to not only put on that mask, but kind of but remember, you know, every single detail of this mask because you know when you're wearing right. it, you know you can't see it anymore. You're just wearing it, and yeah. so you know you're spending all this time making sure that you remember all that in case someone asks you about it, and then you have the right answer for it and. Um, I think that honestly, that just leads to more performance anxiety. At least for me, it does. Stressful. It's stressful. Stressful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and it it doesn't it it brings you the people that your business coach thinks you should talk to, who aren't the people that are your ideal clients. Yeah. Yep. 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 Exactly. Exactly. And then and then when you are when you are playing that game of fake it till you make it and having on your all around you really and not just on your face but all around you it's it's something where you have to keep it up once you put it on you have to keep it up right. it's hard to put it once you put it down i mean you can put it down it's just that there's there's a everyone else will have to get used to it and not ev- and, and if you want to put that mask down you have to decide do you want people to get used to it? Are you ready to deal with the repercussions of what that means? And is that okay with you? But I also think that so many of us as women lived our lives. I know I did as fake it till you make it. I was expected to be a certain way, to act a certain way, to do certain things. And that just wasn't me. And, and so it not only caused stress, it caused um, health issues. It caused, um, um, it caused it, it it caused a lot of of my childhood wounding because I was trying to be someone who I never could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. Yeah, it, and it's. 
I think you brought a really interesting point, Nancy, that we as women, uh, we, we are taught that, you know, we are capable, I mean, we are, we are capable yeah. and we are taught that we can have it all and we can do it all. And the thing is, you know, I, the truth of the matter is that we can't have it all, but we can't do it all, you know? Yeah, and, and yeah, it, exactly. We can have what what is ours, but we don't have to have whatever everybody thinks we should have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And so I just, uh, I know there are times when I was younger, see, like by the time I became entrepreneur, you know, I was, uh, I was a mom already, uh, but I was a very, very young mom. So I didn't have to, I didn't have to fake it till you make it when I was a mom uh, and, and the time that I've been a mom. And, but what I would say is that, you know, when I was younger though, you know, fake it till you make it in the workplace, fake it till you make it at, in school, Cool. Figure till you make it to your family. For me, the instigator was, you know, wanting to make sure I wasn't a burden on people because mm -hmm. I was taught that if you're not able to do what you said you would, or if you're not able to do everything that everyone throws at you, then you failed, and therefore, you know, you let people down, and then you're a burden, and you know, all that whole spiral thing. You know, Nancy right. and I have talked about this behind the scenes, but, like, but it's, like, but you know, it's really. Um, what that taught me though was that I couldn't ask for help and exactly. yes right and that's the that's the issue big it till you make it is you act like everything is fine when everything is not okay and even if you're you know you need help you're still not asking for it and then before you know it you are um burning your body out burning your business out you know, burning your family out, like everyone's getting burned out and it's- And if you're faking like, it, how, how will you know that you've made it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, that's true. If you, you're faking it, how will you know if you made it? Oh, mic drop, <laughs> like that is so true. Ah, <laughs> uh, Nancy, yeah, no, it's true because, you know, if you're always making sure you keep a certain appearance, you just, well, I can, I, for myself, I know I've forgotten why I'm doing what I'm doing, you know, when I do that, uh, when I've done that. And then also um, just get in the mode of always reaching for something that's always unreachable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah exactly. And, so, And then feeling like there's something wrong with you because you can't get there. Mm hmm fast as other people think you should or as fast as you've told yourself um, you wanted to or whatever it, it it doesn't need to look like what you think it looks like right right exactly exactly and I think that's the other thing is that uh you know when you get to the heart of it you know it's not about something looking a certain way it's just it's about something that something that still fulfills the intention right and and it really comes down to the intention itself mm -hmm. and i think that that is something we are missing a lot of times when we are in conversations in for in sorry conversations in networking groups in conversations with you know anyone in business you know it's really all about the intention and I think that's a, that's really that's the another key factor in, or maybe it's the same key factor we've been talking about. Fake it till you make it, 
it's, you know, if your intention is to look good, uh, to get clients, you know, that's, that's one thing that's, that could be your intention to fake it till you make it, but if you don't want to do fake it till you make it and your, your intention might be more like, well, I want to at least meet one quality connection because I, my intention is to make one more step closer, take one more, be one more step closer to making my dreams come true. And so, you know, when that, when you have that intention, you know, anything can happen. If we, you know, I meet somebody who introduces me to someone else, someone else, someone else, or I, I somehow start talking to somebody and they invite me onto their radio show, their podcast, their, you know, their event, you know, uh, just something where, you know, if you're clear about why you're doing what you're doing, if you're really in touch with your heart and you're speaking authentically, um, that intention is more likely to come true in a way that you know, you just can't imagine. Right, right. And, and, and paying attention to your feelings. Yes. Too, um, which are, uh, a bar- can be a barometer for what's right for you. Because if your in- intuition, gut feelings, however you talk about them, I, I feel, if you feel like there's something off, sometimes if you're faking it till you're making it, you, you, you don't pay attention to that. And you, you push past it because you think that that's how you're going to get to where you want to be, where you think you want to be, rather than being your authentic self and, and having things align um, effortlessly. Uh, 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 yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I'm going to wrap us up pretty soon, Nancy, um, okay. because because I could talk to you all day. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, I got to put the timer on myself. Uh, if anyone in the audience is listening, if you ever, visit the milk crate, which I hope you do. Um, no one is safe from the timer. We have the timer on for the facilitators and the participants, like no one, no one is safe. So um, I told Nancy at the beginning, like we're gonna keep this to a certain time. So I am determined to honor that word. So to wrap things up, Nancy, um, I would just love for you to share, you know, how can the audience members you know, get in touch with you or learn more about what you do in your story. Yeah, thank you, Amy. Um, You can get in touch with me on my website, um, beingwithgrief.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram, beingwithgrief. Um, I'd be happy to have a conversation with you to learn how you can um, get better at feeling rather than just wanting to feel better. Um, So you can stop faking it and you can be who you are. Mm-hmm. yeah that's the best way sweet awesome so yes please if you are dealing with with grief um whether it, you lost somebody or you know you've gone through a breakup or going through some transition please get in touch with nancy because she's uh believe me i think that um you know i definitely think that you need to be able to be in a space where you can process those feelings um and really get in touch with your heart. So thank you, Nancy, for really exemplifying what lead with your heart really means and how you've always incorporated that in your life, or at least, you know, at least the last several years you have, and you know, how you really teach your clients to do that and how you continue to help people in the milk crate to do that too in your own way. So um, so thank you. I really, really love that you've been on this journey with me. And I really honor that and um, thank you. I'm really, really. I'm grateful. I'm so grateful to have you. <laughs> I appreciate the invitation because 
as a projector, for those of you who know human design, I need to wait for the invitation. So I was very pleased to hear it. Oh, yay. Thank you. <laughs> and, I, and I just invited people to talk to you. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> so, anywho, well, thank you everyone for listening in uh, for part two of our our introductory episode. Uh, if you want to listen to more episodes, please subscribe to this podcast or whatever platform you found us through. And also check us out on milkcratemastermind.com. And if you want to come as a guest, you know, just register on the website. It's somewhere on there. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but you can register on the website. You can come for one, for one meeting for free. Um, and uh, if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, well, you kind of have to be a member of the Milk Creek first. So <laughs> check us out. <laughs> and, uh, and hopefully we'll see you soon. So thank you. <laughs>